0: We wake up every day saying, how can we make this show better than the day before? Because we're lead pipe-wielding professionals. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Show. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The third interim head coach that David Tepper will be employing in his tenure as owner of the Panthers that began in 2018. I take full responsibility for everything. Earlier on the show, co-creator and writer of Max's Bookie, Nick Bakai. NFL on Fox analyst Greg Olson. Coming up, Emmy Award winning actor Eric Stone Street. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen show is Amir here on the Roku channel. And uh, we, we've gone through many different, uh, many different uh, partners in the history of this program, that's right? True, we were b- birthed by DirecTV. Uh, and as a matter of fact, the uh, the uh, people who have always helped uh, right now—they're—they're—I believe they're—they're—they're they're, they're looking for uh, Al Capone right back there. Is that what's—is that? Are we going to find out Al Capone is buried behind us here in that fountain? Oh my gosh! Look but anyway, uh, DirecTV <laughs> and then uh, right and then YouTube and then yep, Peacock and yep, now yep, here on yep. Roku. Uh, this man's been through it all with mm. yes. He's truly been here uh, through it all with us. I'm a
1: survivor.
0: <laughs> he is exactly that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Emmy Award I'm winning and uh, star of the uh, Santa Clauses in season two right now. And joining us here on The Rich Eisen Show, Die Hard Chiefs fan Eric Stode Street is here. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh.
1: How are you, sir? I'm great, Rich. How are you? It's great to be here. It's Rich, great to, to have you. A
0: it has been a minute What yeah. When was the last time I saw you? I, you Ooh, know, awesome.
1: maybe a year and a half ago. Was it
0: really? Year? No, no. It was at the draft. Well, I saw you, but on your show. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. No, but the draft is when you were driving me around and in, uh, in your car and letting everybody know who was yes, in the car. Rich Eisen's
1: in town, everyone. <laughs> NFL Network's Rich Eisen. You've never lived life
0: until you're in a uh, pickup truck the size of the Love Boat um, <laughs> being driven around uh, the man driving you around kansas city and then just having you had like a speaker system i
1: have a a professional pa system
0: yes now batting yes i can i can make
1: announcements everywhere i go oh my god
0: so that was the last time i saw you
1: was a a great draft how much fun was that that
0: was a blast Kansas City showed up that was a blast for sure good barbecue we had great lunch oh my gosh i think i'm still finally um finally through that that meal unbelievable all right, let's just jump into it here. Yes. Uh, let's, hit, let's hit the narrative, the narrative, mm-hmm. in the national oh football gosh, league. I know
1: where we're going oh, first. yes,
0: let's just jump. I mean, shouldn't we just dive right sure. in? Sure. Let's just dive. Uh, the narrative is that, once again, the Kansas City Chiefs will eventually succumb to the fact that Tyreek Hill is not part of this passing game. That's it. That's the narrative. I mean. I mean, what do you got
1: for me on that? Well, I texted you in London to tell your broadcasting partner, yeah. I think you were in Germany. Yeah, right. Where we were talking about the Chiefs' inability to pick up a third down, and he was like, Since Tyreek Hill's left, this and that. And I'm like, I'm sorry, since Tyreek Hill's left, we won a Super Bowl. So yes. I think we picked up a few <laughs> third downs along the way. Yeah, he's
0: giving me texts about what I should say to Orlovsky on yeah. the live broadcast. Wow. Okay.
1: You, you guys, listen, great broadcast. Thank you, sir. And I love him. I think he's great. But this whole thing that the Chiefs can't win or aren't as good without Tyreek Hill, it's like, okay, we got it. Tyreek Hill was a special player. Loved have him in, having him in Kansas City. We have Patrick Mahomes. We have Ta- Travis Kelsey. We have Andy Reid. We have other players that, that you know, aren't Tyreek Hill. But guess what? There's only one Tyreek Hill. Right. Right. We're fine. We will be fine. Okay.
0: And um, ha- walk, walk me through the roadmap to fine. What do you got for Rasheed
1: Rice. First I, of all, I let me you tell sir. you, yes, you sir. know I'm close with the GM. I do not. I do know. And you also know that at the beginning of the season, you asked me a very specific question about your fantasy football team <laughs> and said I
0: always do this. Like, tell me somebody. It was, yeah. was Pacheco last year. Yeah. It was Pacheco. And last you year.
1: said who's Yeah. W R one. Yeah. And the answer was WR one is up in the air right now, mm-hmm. but by the end of the season, Rasheed Rice will be hitting his stride. Mm-hmm. He's a rookie in the NFL. Look at his numbers. He's he's competing. Just like every other rookie that's come into the NFL, right? He's Zay flowers he's and, learning the curve. That right. Everyone does. And I'm just thankful we have Andy Reid and our coaching staff and Patrick Mahomes to tutor them along. Like, I'm not freaking out about it. I'm not. Justin Watson, I've told you that I was a big fan of his from the beginning. He's such a great guy. From what I understand, I believe it or not, I'm not in the wide receiver room on a regular <laughs> basis. Wait, what? What? No, I'm not. What? Breaking I mean, news. But from what I understand, like those guys love him because he understands the game and he helps people along. And that we know in the NFL that so much part of the game is veterans helping young guys. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm not worried about it. You saw Rasheed kind of pop out last last week with uh, some great catches. That's going to give Patrick confidence. That's going to give take some pressure off Travis uh, because you know you're going to have to teams are going to have to say, well, do we? Apparently, we do have to defend someone else.
0: Right and then you know the narrative at least they blew it up that they can't score points after halftime i mean that was okay. wild though i mean that was a season long issue though It wasn't just 3 weeks
1: i understand it but your overreaction monday thing is perfect for all that because it's like <laughs> you know here's the deal they're the we're, we're 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 in our twilight. We're, we're in our moment right now yes 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 and our moment includes a future hall of fame coach who is the leading winner winning as coach for 2 that's right two organizations the mm-hmm. only coach to ever do that mm-hmm. so it's a long season and i know that coach reed is on it i have no i have no worry mm-hmm. that we will have our best effort to get a chance to go to the super bowl again and yeah, I, I, I don't
0: doubt it i'll be straight up with you because did you think
1: the raiders last week Hell no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> did he? You because somebody sent me a text yesterday that, like, is Stone Street going on Eisen it. because you had said something on Sunday? It's like, I'm going to have to deal with the Chiefs fan on Sunday.
0: I did say that. And I thought
1: it was because you maybe picked the Raiders No, or
0: it was Mariucci trying to goad me oh. into lone wolfing the Raiders, oh. which I was never going to do. Yeah. You know how on game day morning we start either with me or with Michael and then go down the row? it started with Michael and came to me at the end and everybody had chosen the chiefs and Mooch is like, take, you know, like take the Raiders. You want to look
1: the way that game started is kind of a microcosm for the season, right? Mm -hmm. Down two touchdowns. What happens? We put it into a different gear and that might be the wake up call. And that might be the reminder for everyone on the 53. It's like, wait, we are, we are them. We are the chiefs. We have a great team. We have a great coach. We just need to relax and do what we do. And listen, I, I just in Veach I trust and in Coach Andy Reid I trust. And Spagnolo
0: too, man. because oh, that is that is a championship defense. Period end of story. I mean, if you want to talk about championship defenses in the NFL this year, you could talk about the Ravens. Chiefs are on par. Ravens are good. You could talk about, you know, even you wouldn't talk about Dallas TJ's Cowboys, you know, they're they're right there. The 49ers, they're right there. And and, and they kind of are overlooked, for the lack of a better phrase, despite the results. And of course, Chris Jones being a top ten player, and uh, the and the poll that uh, that preceded the season. talk about
1: somebody on our roster that is should be near and dear to your heart, who is having a great season. That's quiet mm-hmm. is Mike Dana. Mm-hmm. Mike Dana, right? Defensive end, rush edge guy. He is such a stud. He is such a great guy. We have, but that's it. They've compiled this defense that next man up is is really working out for us. And George yeah. Karloftis,
0: yeah, I he's mean, been great. Well, I mean, he was dominant at Purdue too. I mean, yeah. that that that's for sure. But and it's interesting. We had Chris Jones on the show before the Monday night game against uh, the Eagles, and I asked him, like, what's the difference in the defense? Because despite your pride in the defense, this has been kicked up a notch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this is better than last year's mm-hmm. defense, mm-hmm. without a doubt. And 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 Bolton's not even uh, active right no. now. No, okay. coming back. So so I asked, what's the difference? He said it's because Spagnolo's wife is is with him. Because you know a lot of coaches live separate from Aww. their families honestly that's what he said
1: i love that I, know, I as I, people who really love their partners this, that's so great to that's hear. what he
0: said and it's just like you know I, I i don't know like uh i guess you know he was missing his wife and and now he's blitzing more. I don't understand it. I don't know how the how, how those things have to do with each other. But, yeah, I'm uh, trying
1: to make the correlation in an in, a, in an adult friendly way, uh, but I'm, I'm not quite getting but, there. But it, it, it just that that's
0: the that's the reason why you're when you're saying you know Reed will get it worked out. Mahomes is there. Kelsey's there. We'll figure it out. The defense is keeping this whole thing allow afloat to the point where you're still in the the mix for a one seed, totally winning the division, and and the reason why that you can still tinker around and figure out the offensive lab work is this defense is
1: killing well, and, it. Right. And also, Chris, you know? I'm sure, talked about Coach Collin, the defensive line coach, has just been incredible. He did not, actually, but you can. I- incredible. Like, okay. I mean, major uptick in play yeah he's awesome great energy watch a coach calling video on the sideline it's his voice is exactly what you want to hear from a football coach yeah. <laughs> you know it's, right. it's great right. um, look Justin Reed last year he was learning the defense he's having a great year Trent McDuffie I mean I was in the room the day before the draft when they were going back and forth between Trent McDuffie and someone else and
0: yeah, they were happy with Trent McDuffie. Yeah, you texted me during the game that McDuffie, when he was the one who ripped the ball out of Tyreek Hill's hand, you're like, he he texted me during the game that they used one of the Tyreek Hill picks on McDuffie. Hi, like I should have, I should have, oh. like I he's helping me improve my broadcast.
1: <laughs> there is an eye in Eric, but he's still a team player. I'm a team player. Yeah, you know. So, which is the team that concerns you the most then? Right. I mean look at watching the Ravens they're they're no joke. I mean and I I love watching Lamar Jackson play football. Right. He right. is so fun to watch. I can't imagine him coming at me. Right. running. Yeah. <laughs> breaking contain. Yes. Like so obviously they're very sc- they're very scary and their defense is is awesome. They're mm-hmm. they're playing great. You know, um that it? Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's it. I mean, because you took care of the Dolphins in Germany, you were dispatching no, with them. I'm still or? nervous about the Dolphins. I mean, I think beating a team twice in the NFL is hard. How about this one? You just saw what the Bills did in Philadelphia.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, they're com I think they're coming in soon, right? Are you going to that? Yeah, game?
1: no, it's it's in yeah. Arrowhead. It's a-
0: yeah, I'll be there. Okay, we I mean, don't miss after. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but
1: after you know bond, what? Like,
0: I mean, they're uh, good.
1: they're they're good. They're good. I know you've beaten them all. I yeah. get it, but I, I was sad to see the injuries. Like I, yes. I, I love, I love the rivalry between Cincinnati. Although, their fans are you know difficult sometimes. <laughs> uh, I mean, for having you know like yeah. not one really anything ever. They're pretty, <laughs> pretty confident, pretty, pretty, pretty proud of themselves. Pretty quickly.
0: All right. So while we're on the subject of spite, um, yeah. what do you think of the the uh, Patriots current situation? Do you take any pleasure in this? Sort I of don't thing? take
1: any pleasure in it. I, I okay. don't. I mean, because, you know, I've been there, you know, and and I'm enjoying this moment right now of being a fan of my team. Okay. So you know, I I'm sorry the Patriots are going through it, but they mm-hmm. went through it before. Yes. And then they got great. Right. And now they might be having a, a moment, you know, from the '80s. Right. I like the, the Kansas State C- Steve Grogan years. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. He had, r- he had a very Davis neck Mills-like
0: roll. neck, right? Didn't yeah, you know? he? He's well, like to wear he's, like a neck roll. Is yeah, he, he on the all neck team?
1: Quarterback neck yeah, team? Yeah, I think Brogan? so. Yeah, you 100%. got a long neck. You got to wear a roll. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Merton so. Hanks. Okay. Yeah.
1: Merton Hanks. Yeah. He neck had, roll. They're all neck team. Neck roll. Yeah. These are
0: all neck players.
1: Okay. Dino Hackett. But I don't
0: See, this is you just being you, Eric. I mean, because the karma is right now, the Patriots of our current day. Looks like it's the Kansas City Chiefs right now.
1: Yeah. Well, where you and got I you got an
0: all world coach hooked up with an all world quarterback and groceries being shopped to keep it going.
1: Yeah, and I don't want to ever take that for granted. Like I we've been through the lean years and I want our fans mm-hmm. get sometimes discouraged with some fan 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 chatter mm-hmm. from all teams. Mm-hmm. But since I can talk about the Kansas City Chiefs fans, it it bums me out when we get a little too, you know, ish. What do you I, mean? Well, cocky and, you know, huh. mean, oh. things like that. Who, who does that? To you, I do.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but you can take it. You're, you're national media. Say, when's it going to happen to me?
0: <laughs> when's this When's this whole, you know, like dropping out of the sky, here comes Patrick Mahomes. and You know, I walked to up me. to a Philly
1: fan. I walked up to a Philly fan at Arrowhead mm-hmm. last week mm-hmm. before the game, mm-hmm. and they were just two guys standing there. I don't think they had any idea, you know, what I did for a living. Yes. And I said, hey have any Chiefs fan told you to go F yourself yet? Mm-hmm. And they were like, no. Do you want to be the first? I'm like, no. I want to say welcome to Arrowhead hey. and know that I would never get that in Philadelphia. And how does that feel? <laughs> <laughs> and how did that go? They loved it. They were like, everyone's been so nice. I'm like, yeah, take some notes. <laughs>
0: take some notes. No,
1: I, I actually, I disagree. I don't want Philly fans to be nice.
0: I know. It is fun. Like that's no.
1: their thing. It is. Yeah. It is. I get it. But I have had. I have been told very deeply to go F myself by Philly fans, so. Well, if you showed yeah,
0: up I, as Santa Claus, it might be different.
2: Yes. <laughs> well, you, get, you get batteries thrown at you. Now, yeah. yeah. no, Philly
0: fans, I, they hate when we just did, we did what we did. It's
2: a thing that happened. I know, yeah.
0: but a long time Not ago. Lying. Like, a long time ago, and we keep bringing it up. Oh, I mean. throwing
1: batteries? Yeah. I don't have any experience with that. I just have, <laughs> at the Super Bowl, like, fun— I just know that, like— In I Arizona? Yeah, You're in Arizona. Huh? I don't expect and assume people know what I do for a living and who I am. But— if I, like, talk some, like, fun trash yes. or, like, create, like I did with those guys to create some kind of conversation, yes. hopefully my um, persona, my ability, my comedic ability comes at it from a pretty lighthearted way. Yes. And as just human to human, they'll be like, oh, this guy's not being mean or rude. He's being fun, regardless of whether they know that I'm an actor or funny person or whatever. And I just can say that in Philly when I w- or in Arizona at mm-hmm. the Super Bowl, when mm-hmm. I tried to engage... <laughs> Some, not all, Philly fans. It wasn't met with, like, lightheartedness. It was very much like a one fun thing to a turnoff we're going to do. Like, all right, moving on. I
0: mean, it's the Super Bowl's on the line
1: here. I mean, Super yeah, I know. Sunday. You know? How great is football?
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, you sound like Chris Collins. I mean, how good is football right now? How great is the game?
1: And, and listen, I, lo- I, love, I love people being fans of their teams. Yes. I love it so much. Um, and Philly fans are very educated, very smart yes. football fans. So I don't take that away f- from them, but...
0: Did, did, I noticed a, a pause between very smart and educated pause, and you said football fans. Was that on purpose? No, not okay. on purpose, Richard. Sure.
1: Do not do that to me. <laughs>
0: All right, let's take a break here. We'll come back, and we'll talk about um, – uh, do you want to take some phone calls? I'd mind? love a phone okay. call. We'll talk about the Santa Claus. I sell at phone calls. And uh, we'll talk. About, <laughs> I wanted to hear about your family as well because I know that there is something near and dear a cause uh, that you want to hit yeah. uh, as well here on the show. Eric Stone Street is here, everybody. Don't go anywhere. We're back with Eric and more in a moment. 844 204 Rich. Back here on the program, um, our Roku channel audience is here. Our radio audience will return soon. Eric Stone Street is here. I think we we we've tallied it up. This is like your eighth appearance in the history of our program. Really, if eighth phoning in or being no. Super Bowls and all wow, together. Wow,
1: that that seems low. Is that right? I feel like yeah, it's low. low. I mean, I did Ellen twenty times. I know you better than Ellen.
2: <laughs> well, you never well, surprised well, you're, me. you're allowed to look us in the eye. Yeah. look at you, man. <laughs> oh, look at you. Always oh, stepping in it. What are you
1: trying to do, oh, bro? What do you mean?
0: Purposely. What? I mean, he looks at a pile like, of poop and he'll just we put his foot right in. We
1: eye
2: contact at this show. Stop
1: it. Ellen rep- welcome to eye contact.
0: Don't put our guests in positions. Yes. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you? Exactly. look at us. Poop
2: stare.
1: How dare you, sir? Uh
0: <laughs> I, I, I when are you going to have Christmas parties again? I know. Dude,
1: weren't our Christmas party? My Christmas party's fun. The best. And, Ever and you know it's a real sore spot with Lindsay because I started dating her after the Christmas party. So oh. she can have one. She's never been to one. That's it. And she all she hears is people oh. talk about them. I'm sorry, you guys weren't invited. Yeah, that's right. You've never lived. Sorry, sorry. Eye
2: contact. you never.
0: You've never lived until you've uh, elbowed Ed O'Neill out for eggnog in your entire. Uh, Seriously, no, but I mean, it's, honestly, O'Neill. it was just so much fun, man.
1: Well, the hope now is, once our house is done, we'll okay. we'll uh, have a, a Christmas party in Kansas City for you. Well, I mean, you got. Well, I mean, how about do both? Yeah, could. Yeah, there you go. You you foot the bill for one. I'll get the other one. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it goes.
1: <clears throat> okay.
0: But yeah, those were just. We had fun. Mooch misses him more oh than my anybody God. else. Mooch
1: and all the desserts.
0: <laughs> By the way, the that was his doo band back in the 60s. Mooch and the desserts. Mooch and the desserts. Mooch and the desserts.
1: <laughs> yeah. and candy. (laughs) Mooch and the desserts.
0: Sounds like his favorite (laughs) do Back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger (laughs) has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Eric Stone Street is still here with us. We're thrilled to have him for the hour. You
1: kind of put a lot of emphasis on still. Um, I felt like you said still here. no. That's oh, a you thing. Wow. I,
0: I mean, I'm I'm thrilled that you're here. Oh, I don't kidding. take this for granted, um, at all. Um, so we'll take phone calls in, in a second right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me about the Santa Clauses, sir. Oh, what do you have, Jack you
1: Burdett? You know Jack.
0: Yeah, diehard Browns fan yeah, by the big way. Big Browns
1: fan. Has traveled to Kansas City though for a Chiefs game. Yes. Uh, came to a snowy Chiefs game in mm-hmm. Kansas City. Yes. Um, you know, last year we were watching the Santa Claus of season one, which is a continuation of Tim Allen's franchise, the Santa Claus. Yes. And the boys were enthralled, loved it. And I just sent him a picture of the kids watching the show and said, you got a couple fans here. And he's like, well, hey, if Disney picks us up for a season two, do you want to you know, come play at the North Pole? And I'm like, uh, yes, mm-hmm. of course. And then, you know, we know in this business, you never know if people really come mean through. Mean it. Mean it. Yeah, right. And sure enough, he calls. He's like, hey, we just sent an offer over. Uh, let's hop on the phone and talk about it. And it was to get to play this awesome character, this, you know, whimsical, mad, angry Santa, Magnus Antis the mad Santa. Yes. And uh, I said yes immediately. And we shot six episodes. It was great working with Tim Allen with, and with Fluffy. And uh, mm-hmm. the whole cast there was great. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, loved it. Loved putting on my costume. You know, Jesse, I sent Jesse Tyler Ferguson a picture of me in the costume. And he's like, I just know you're happy in that costume. <laughs> because he, yeah, because he knows how happy I was putting on my Fisbo costume. He's like, I just know how happy you are in that coat and that beard and stuff. It's it's so true, though. I love, right. I they, love, I love doing
0: it. I mean, I was literally was my first question I was going to ask you is like when you first put it on and you look in the mirror before you're going out mm. to shoot your first scene you must have been jacked up
1: well and the ja- the jacket is like 20 pounds like it's heavy and it's you know as an actor I don't know that all actors feel this way but those things are so helpful in performance because i wanted the character to have this you know grounded gravitas and this feel this feeling of 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 uh you know, command and control, and that jacket really helps. And then the beard allows me to be, you know, whatever I want to do with my face and not feel self conscious in any way about what I'm doing or how I'm doing it. It's just a testament to, you know, we love how Hollywood works. Everybody has their lane, right? Yes. Everybody's really great at what they do. And then that all comes together in hopes of a great product. Sounds like a football team. Yes. <laughs> a well coached Andy Reid football team.
0: <laughs> Speaking of Santa, <laughs> right. you now know what? that story. What? I told you that story.
1: No, you didn't. Didn't I tell it the last time I was here? I
0: don't believe so. I was so. Santa
1: for Coach Reed once.
0: Okay. Um, Did he sit in your lap? No, that's first time hearing of this. Well,
1: I've, I think enough time's passed, I can tell. So I'm in Kansas City. I'm shopping at a, a store. My phone rings. I look down. It says Big Red. I have him in my phone. as Big Red. Yes, I was you like, do. Come on now. I'm going to answer this. <laughs> Coach, my answer is yes. I've waited a long time for this call. He's like, hey, buddy. Uh, I don't know if you know it or not, but... Tam Tammy bought mm. me a Santa suit years ago in Philly, and I used to have some fun with it. But I was thinking, would you want to come in and, and be Santa Claus for the guys for maybe five minutes uh, tomorrow? And I'm like, for the Kansas City Chiefs, for the team. Okay, and this oh. was the night before, the day before. Um, oh, it was the year we went to the Super Bowl. I think it was the day before the. No, I can't remember who we were playing the next game. We can go back and look, but it was Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Okay, that I went in okay. to 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 see to see them. And I said, sure. He's like, but don't tell anybody about it. Don't tell any of the guys you talk to on the phone. Don't tell anybody. The only people that are going to know are me, you, and Porter, my assistant, and the head of security. They're going to sneak you into my office. So before the Bears 2019? Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Whatever the Christmas game is then. Okay. Great. Okay. Yeah. So here I get snuck into the facility, and I've never been in Coach Reed's office before, and I go in, and there he is at his desk doing his offensive-minded genius stuff. And uh, he's like, sit down on the couch. So I sit down on the couch, and uh, he's like, the Santa suit's hanging in the bathroom. He wants some help putting it on. I'm like, I got it, Coach. I think I, <laughs> I think I can do it. So I go in and start putting everything on, and then I'm looking in the mirror, putting my beard on, and then just through the doorway pops Coach Reed, and he's just over my shoulder here. And it's just me and Coach Reed in this amazing moment in his office where he's like, no, you gotta, you got to pull this like this. <laughs> right here and let's cinch this up he's a coach yeah and he's te- he's helping me put my his Santa beard on my face and I'm like what what is my life right now this is like <laughs> incredible amazing. but yeah so I went in and did uh you know he's like you got about five minutes and I'm like I don't want to go over and I said what kind of jokes you know yeah. and I I was freaking out because
2: it's like, what's the game plan yeah
1: and I want to hit a home run like cool. yeah. and, and he given me a very little time to prepare yeah and he kind of ran over some of the jokes he was thinking about, and I was like, "Okay, we're gonna be good. Then. We're, we're,
0: we're, we'll be good." Oh, you didn't need to. F- well, his
1: jokes were as you know, like you know, give so and so some trouble about how loud they play their music, or okay, give so and so some you. trouble oh, about this, and okay. I'm like, "I'm going deeper than that. I'm going." So what'd you do? Well, I mean, I went pretty, went pretty good. On who? Everybody, Tyree Kill. Uh, you know, yeah. my little elf, Tyreek. Okay. He, I remember him rolling down the, the steps laughing because I told Anthony Sherman, our then fullback, I said, where's Anthony Sherman? Stand up, Anthony. And he stood up and I go, no, stand, please. <laughs> <laughs> the whole team was like, no! Did you get Mahomes? Did you go get Oh, him yeah, got, got Patrick. I can't, you get remember, I can't remember what I said about him. Something about uh, the jewelry and the, the purses and all the stuff. Frank Clark, Chris Jones, got them all. Um, Kelsey? Kelsey? Yes. I can't remember my Kelsey joke, but the one that got everybody going is if you watch the Kansas City Chiefs, you know that we have an assistant coach that's got one arm. Yes. And the night before, it's Porter Ellett is his name, and we're very good friends. And I texted Porter the night before, late at night, is your arm in play? And he goes, of course my arm's in play. Okay. And I said, do you have an extra fake arm? Mm -hmm. And he goes, yeah. I said, can you bring it and put it in a big Chiefs travel bag? He said, sure. So I walk in with my thing. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Where's Porter? Is there a Porter here? And as he's walking forward, I pull out this arm out of the bag, and he walks forward. I go, well, this makes sense now. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Oh, wow. I mean, that's they amazing. lost it. That's, that's they it. lost
0: it. That's what but a football locker room is. First of all, is. everyone
1: watching. That's a football locker room. Very close with Porter. Very good. And, approved and, and, joke.
0: And I know you're, and, and NFL Films has done stories on yes. him, and you're very passionate about yeah. it. But that's a football locker room. Yeah, man. that's a football.
1: And then you then never I, told this story oh, before. I went, I the first I line this. was, uh, Merry Christmas, everyone, except Mitchell Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's one of our favorite yeah, moments in yeah, the history yeah. of this show. Oh, yeah. We were there for Big Slick I'm years a ago, Tribe. Funny, 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 funny. When, I, when <laughs> he said, I, I said, it's, you're a, we got a member of the tribe right here, and you go, Chiefs. And I'm like, not that tribe.
1: <laughs> Here's what's <laughs> defending <laughs> my... Jeez. I know, that's so embarrassing. But here, like, the truth <laughs> is, is I know what a member of the tribe means. It I just know. went right over I my know, head. I know, it's Kansas City. Yeah. Merry Christmas to everyone except Mitchell Short. That's so <laughs> funny. Oh God! That was fun, but my point is there, Coach Reed. That's the other thing I talk would tell people with Coach Reed that, yeah. like, I'm so blown away by because everybody talks about what a what a player's coach he is, and I don't play football, obviously, not in that wide receivers room. But what my <laughs> assertion from being around him a little bit is, is yeah. he is such an upward, outward living person. He knows obviously what his job is, but he also knows what the number one trending country song is right now. Mm-hmm. He also knows what's popular in culture, and I think that just makes him such a relatable person to all the people around him right. I'm just blown away by um obviously what he does on the field but him as a as a person and that he has the control he has over everything around him
0: I mean and then the number one I, I you can't even say she's pop culture I mean she's just the number one famous person on yeah. planet earth yeah in Taylor Swift being around the team how crazy being, is that it's nuts it it's really nuts. is it really truly is and and when we were in Germany and there was an open five-minute uh, open portion for the media of practice, and when they opened it up, the number of media members that came out—it was insane. It had to have been about hundred and fifty, maybe two hundred people with cameras and yeah. microphones and 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 you know still photographers and everyone else. It was nonstop, and and. You know, as much as we'd love to say, okay, that's the Super Bowl champs of the number one sport on planet Earth. Okay, that's the way we feel. But there's no doubt it was because people wanted to take a photograph of the yeah. world's most famous boyfriend who yeah. happens to be a Hall of Fame. I, there's my photograph of it right there. I took a picture of it. Incredible. I mean, look at that. Yeah. That That's not because the yeah. NFL is so yeah. popular. Right. Uh, it's part of it, I would like to yeah. think. But
1: I just, it's crazy. I, I love it on a personal level for Travis because he seems like he's really happy. happy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And she seems like she's really happy. I don't, I don't know Taylor, but I know Travis and I mean, I know her fans certainly seem surprised by her being out and being, doing stuff and like in Kansas city and all that. And I, I hope that Kansas city continues to be the great town I know and love and just give them all the respect and privacy. That's possible. I mean, they still are Travis, Kelsey, Taylor Swift, right. But making her feel welcome in Kansas City and that she could potentially find some normalcy in her life would be great. Karma's and, a boy on the Chiefs. Yeah, <clears throat>
0: and just seeing him down in you know spending his bye week down in South America, loved it. Uh, it's cr- but this is the Kansas City Chiefs we're talking about here, right? Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, th- and I, and I say that with the ultimate of respect <clears throat> because I mean, it's that's not
1: the Giants, it's not the Cowboys, Patriots because right. of
0: twenty years, right? right? That this is happening it's
1: yeah. your team it's my team the hell our team when is it gonna be my team <laughs> it's gonna be your team sometime okay. great Thank you. I, t- I told you that when you guys drafted what's his name i thought you were on what's your his name what's his name there's, there's name. been a lot of what's his name no, the what's yeah. his name before the what's his name uh, i've lost track blonde, of what's his name the blonde from usc
0: Oh, oh, Sam Darnold.
1: Well, I thought Sam was going to be great. We sure saw goes. red
0: flags right away. We even talked to him about Bingo. it. But, and then Zach. Right. I thought Zach. He, I put a, he put a hat on during his pro day because it was raining. Uh, <laughs> Man, was we, we called that a red flag to his face.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know. I like my coaches to dress pretty tough yeah, in cold you. weather. Uh, there's a, a phone call for you here. Oh, I
0: love phone Amy calls. Amy in Michigan wants to ask <laughs> Eric Stonestreet a question. Eight four four two zero four. rich You're on the Rich Eisen Show with Eric Street. How are you, Amy?
1: I'm doing great, Rich. Hi, Go Amy. Blue.
0: Hi, Amy. Go Blue. Oh, you brought a friend from Ohio State here today, too, yeah. Eric. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, Amy. That's the oh, silence you hear in the studio. Don't worry about it. What's up, Amy?
2: Well, I just had a quick question for Eric, and um a huge fan of both of you <laughs> and your talents, and I just wondered, um, what is your opinion, Eric, on the officiating in the NFL this year um, from years past, and specifically talking about the Eagles-Bills game with uh, Sean Hockley's
0: crew. Okay. And it just being so lopsided in the first half. See, this is what happens when you take phone calls. But yeah. and, and Amy, there's a, a certain somebody in Eric's life who might be very interested in this uh, answer, and his, his name is what? What's his name?
1: His name is Roger Goodell. Okay, very good. What's your
0: thoughts uh, on this subject? I matter, was going to ask, does
1: Roger watch this show? <laughs> <laughs> because that could what my answer is. <laughs> no here's the truth i i i feel like it's my duty to remind roger all the time as his friend mm-hmm. when i think the officiating blows you do that huh oh i text him and here's the deal really if you saw my deleted text <laughs> and Lindsay can attest to it it's like yeah it's, uh... <clears throat> i'm doing this i'm doing this i'm like should i send it she's like no you can't send that i'm like okay fine okay uh but here here's the deal i'm i'm fair-minded in this I officiating can be hurtful, but Coach Reed and every great football coach says you got to play outplay the officiating, right? Mm-hmm. We're human; we're going to make mistakes. Where I am on it, though, is when it's a when it's a mistake. When we can see it's a mistake, yes, we have to fix the mistake, especially when it's a game-altering. So you're call. talking about replay? I'm talking about replay, but I'm also talking about you know, I'm, I'm just talking about in that moment. Yes, when you guys all get together on the field. And I don't know what the process is there, mm-hmm. but when it's holding on 56 and then three officials walk up and be like, man, I, I didn't, I don't know what they talk about, but I know that like, just because the flag's thrown, everybody has to be open to potentially changing their mind because sometimes they do that. I don't know where they're making that decision from or how they're making that decision. Picking it up. You know, picking <clears> it picking up, up the flag. Right. uh uh-huh. And so... Look, I told, I texted uh, Commissioner Goodell uh, last year after a game that I was going to send the league a new bolt of yellow f- fabric mm-hmm. for um, uh, what's his name, Carl Sheffers, because mm-hmm. he wore his yellow flag out Carl on the field Sheffers. with the how Kansas does, City how Chiefs. How did RG1 take that? Yeah, I don't get a response, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll pick up like nothing ever happened a couple weeks later. <laughs> oh, is there? A- <laughs> yeah, that's hey! awesome. But here's the deal: it's like, like he lives in Hollywood. That's exactly uh, what yeah, it sounds right. like right there. But. I, I bet i here I'm a staunch defender of the goods and and I as I know you are too because yeah, yeah. we get I get the the opportunity to know him as a person yeah, yeah. and not as the commissioner I know who he is as a as a man and I know that's hard for people watching listening to know yes but he is he is a a good quality fine human being. Mm-hmm that is put in tough situations. And I feel it's my responsibility as his friend to put him in as many tough situations <laughs> as I possibly can. So I let him hear it every once in a while.
0: And then he's just staring for that read receipt on his phone right there. We'll right, see. right, right, right. Amy, thank you for the call. Right yeah, thanks, there. Amy. There thanks for go, calling. Nice. There you go.
1: I texted right. him the other day out of the blue because uh, possession and fumble, they called on uh, Blake Bell on the Chiefs. Mm. One week was possession and a fumble and team recovered. The next week, it wasn't. I'm like, does I, he ever answer any of these no. texts? Yeah, no, no, not. No. He, well, he'll say something general in that, and he'll correct me on rules when I get the he rules One hundred percent. I mean, he's he's not going to throw anyone, and nor should he ever. I throw anyone under the bus. He yeah. is going to defend those referees and he's taught me a lot about it i've been to the office and seen where they watched the games on sunday and talked to the head official in there oh yeah and he's walked me through the art
0: mcnally center yeah, the, yeah he's for a, he's, i think
1: his name's fred he's like six foot six he's huge <laughs> and he's walked me through so many things and i've learned a lot but amy i understand what you're talking about but at the end of the day what do we got to do what's your team got to do you got to outplay the officials it's not an excuse at the end of the day Let's FaceTime Roger right now. There we go.
0: <laughs> no, he's, don't, don't listen to him. He says that to absolutely everybody. You know.
1: I'm, to see if I te- text
2: I'm just wondering, to text me like, them. what yeah. would have
0: happened had you had at the time, this was before you uh, were tight with the goods, mm-hmm. as you referred to him, what would have happened if you had that avenue of um, venting, of texting the commissioner of the National mm-hmm. Football League on the day of the Chiefs-Titans game, When a sack force fumble on Marcus Mariota was ruled as a forward progress stop.
1: Uh, I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting hot right now.
0: (laughs) What would you have done? Because this was also pre Lindsay. She wouldn't have been there to help you formulate the proper terminology. And let me me
1: just tell you. you what would happen? We've discussed it many times since. You and Roger. Oh, 100%. I did a whole breakdown of the play. I got asked to host the Commissioner's Awards in New York uh, last year Yes. with the caveat with Pete Abedante, who's a great NFL executive, awesome dude. I said, Pete, I'll do it but I'm going in on Roger and the officials on a couple plays. The roughing the passer against Tom Brady from Chris Jones, the AFC Playoff Championship in Arrowhead. Nearly broke his neck. Most ridiculous roughing the passer call God, of all time. It's lucky Tom survived. So we brought that nice. up, and we brought the, 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 uh, <laughs> the, the forward progress play from the Titans game where Derek Johnson uh, sacked him, and then they called forward progress, and we lost the game. Last playoff game in the history of that referee. Yeah. yeah. What what's, why I, they, it? Well, I can't mention his name. Uh, what's his name again? Or I'm not going to mention no, it fine. because I that figured, was the only thing. I, I, like, I
0: remember him. I could see him right here. I could that see was him right now. Why is his said. name slipping my mind right it's, uh, now?
1: You know what it is, but well, they said not to mention it. I don't know what his name is. What's his name again? Because I do want to say, I don't want I personal want hate. Say the name! I, will, I don't want personal <laughs> hate brought to any of those people because they do have a job to do. Jeff Triplett. Okay, there you go.
2: Sorry. I got something in my throat. See me? Throat. Look at this. I'm All shaking. Right. <laughs> All right, oh,
1: we'll, I broke it
0: down. We'll take a break and uh, finish up this show. We'll talk about your mom and, uh, and, and take a couple more phone calls. And then uh, I, I, I got to get a good Ed O'Neill story out of you.
1: Oh, my God. Let me think of a good okay,
0: one. Okay, there you go. That's Eric Stone Street here on this Thursday show. He's still here, everybody. Oh <laughs> People are like. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, What was the big break
2: for you? Was it married with children, essentially? or? Well, you... I went to New York uh-huh. uh, from Youngstown, mm-hmm. and I was doing a lot of theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did Broadway, Off-Broadway, regional theaters, and so forth. And I was doing a play at Hartford Stage called Mice and Men, which is not a comedy, by the way. <laughs> and I was I was playing Lenny. Okay. And then uh, a casting director from L.A. was visiting his aunt, went to the show. Mm-hmm. And then liked the play, liked me, and then a year later, they're casting uh, Married with Children, and they can't get the Bundy guy. And, he, and this guy's name was Hirschfeld. And he said, uh, you know, this, you, you know, guys, you're gonna think I'm nuts. But I saw an actor a year ago in a drama that I think he could do this. And they, they almost fired him. And I happened to be out there at the time for a, a failed pilot. Mm-hmm. And they called me in. I was playing handball at the Hollywood Y. And uh, I showed up with my glove with the bag, you know, my, my bag with the gloves hanging all of it, and they, it was Levitt and Moye. What the mm-hmm. hell is that? Mm-hmm. And so we, we uh, started talking in the office, and then they had me audition. They said, would you mind reading? And I said, no, that's what I do all the time. And I saw the guy as, as my uncle, one of my uncles. Al Bundy, you're saying? Yeah, he was like, and the guy was a judge, but he reminded me of this guy. <laughs> and hey, they, but, but what I mean is, I guess, apparently most of the guys that read for it we're doing it like Jackie Gleason in The Honeymooners, you know, yelling and mad. Mm-hmm. Well, my uncle was like resigned, you know, life was gonna be bad. Resigned, I love it. So you know, we'd be like he'd get home from work and he'd come in the house and my aunt, his wife, would say, "Joe, I ran over the dog in the driveway today. He's dead." And Joe would say, "What's for dinner?" <laughs> so it was sort of like that, right? <laughs> That's how I read it. And they had not heard that tact, you know, interpretation. That... No, they had not heard that. And they went, well, that's kind of funny.
0: I love it. I yeah. absolutely love it. That was years ago with Ed O'Neill. We got Eric Stone Street here on The Rich Eisen Show uh, to finish up the program. And we just showed a clip of Ed O'Neill uh, from 2016 talking about being cast as Al Bundy and the story behind it. And we, we sliced that up as a reel for Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. And putting it all together in the last week, that video has been viewed about 5 million times mm. on all of our platforms and and it's because obviously of ed o'neill's popularity as well as you and he working together in such a remarkably popular show on on modern family and i'm you know you got a big you got a smile on your face right now yeah. what you got a good what's your favorite ed O'Neill? yeah Any i can't favorite remember ed what O'Neill i told you before
1: ago? so i don't want to repeat okay but <clears throat> have i ever told you the story of when the show got picked up
0: no i don't believe so
1: and and when when we had shot the pilot, you know, we all this is at the very beginning, This is the very beginning. We're talking 2009 and we all show up and Ed O'Neill's Ed O'Neill. Sophia Vigar is mildly famous, you know, from her show. <laughs> yes. Julie Bowen's pretty famous from all of her stuff. I knew who Ty Burrell was. I knew who Jesse was. Honestly, I was the least known adult. My, and my point is, is that nobody knew me mm-hmm. and I knew all of them for the most part. And so we shoot the show, and we don't. it's not like we exchange phone numbers at that point. We don't know if we're going to ever see each other again, if we're going to be on the sh- show for 11 years. We have no idea. Yeah. One day, after maybe a month after the pilot was shot, I'm driving down Ventura Boulevard with my two friends. We were going to the Cuban restaurant Versailles. Good mm-hmm. place. And I had my Nokia phone still. It was just like a little Nokia phone in its a little cradle in my F-150. <laughs> And the phone rings unavailable. And at that point, I was on high alert because, you know, we were waiting like to sure. see. So I'm answering, hello, Eric. Yes, Ed O'Neill. Like, like, you know, I'd worked with him for eight days but didn't know him. And my friend in the backseat's like, what? And I said, Ed, how are you? And he goes, Eric, the show's fantastic. I hadn't seen the show yet. I hadn't seen the pilot. hmm he goes you're fantastic. Eric, if this show isn't on 10 years, I don't know what the bleep I'm doing in Hollywood. Really? And I was like, my <laughs> god. And we talked for a little while longer and honestly I told Ed for, you know, years and told so many people like, "Well, when did you know it was going to be a hit?" And I always go back to that moment where Ed O'Neill called me and told me, "If we weren't if we weren't on the network for 10 years, what in the hell was he doing in Hollywood?" And that's when I started to, you know, imagine my life changing all because of that phone call from from Ed. Wow. He's I love great. that. And what got a story. 11, right? that huh? is story! right? We did 11, years. 11. And you, so he's I, off by one. <laughs> yeah, He's off. But one of my favorite things about that, that you just have to know Ed about is he's <laughs> not wearing socks in that interview that yes, you just showed. Yeah, you know? yeah. And Ed would show up to the nicest things. Dressed exactly how Ed wanted to dress, which is in a thin pair of Tommy Bahama jeans, <laughs> a pair of loafers, no socks, a T-shirt, a nice watch, and ready to go once he got there. Always <laughs> ready to go. And maybe I told this, but we all had our techniques on stage mm-hmm. of wanting to move on from a scene. Yes. Mine was, whew, yeah. you know, Julie's, Julie Bowens with sirs and madams. Sirs and madams, what can we do? How can we move this along, sirs and madams? <laughs> Everybody had their own little thing. Ed's was always <laughs> just <laughs> tapping his watch. Sticking,
0: yeah, always. And that, that was point. an
1: indication we're yeah. moving on. Yeah, we just talked about it before we were here uh, over something because, you know, you get held up at places and people turn things into horse and pony shows or whatever. And I really adopted the whole what would Ed O'Neill do? Like in this moment, what huh. would Ed O'Neill do? And usually it's he would leave. <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> I love it. Is it true? Uh, a lot of your Cam character was based on your mom.
1: Yep. So I love hearing him talk about how his uncle was an inspiration for him because that's exactly where my mind went when, you know, I got the audition for Cam. I I, I wanted to base it, off, base him off something that mm-hmm. was a sort of a guidepost for me, and it was my mom. Yeah.
0: So tell me about geographic atrophy, GA. What 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 is what is this, and yeah. what do you want
1: to? So she has AMD, which is age-related macular degeneration, which is the the not as serious form of GA, geographic atrophy, which my grandma had. Macular degeneration, AMD, which my mom has certainly can move towards uh, macular degeneration. Susie's nana had macular. Did she? Yeah. yeah, it's 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 debilitating. So. I've partnered with uh, Iveric Bio and Estella's company to raise awareness. You go to askaboutga.com, see my mom's story, see a little video that we shot together. We talk about my grandma and how debilitating it was for her. And just really, it's all about... Getting people to the eye doctor is what the goal is here. And just taking your eye health care as serious as you take all your other health care, because 75 percent is undiagnosed right now. So you could have AMD and not know it because there's aren't a tremendous amount of symptoms sometimes. And it's the doctor that can get involved and see like, hey, you've got this going on. So the point is, go to the doctor and and just especially if it runs in your family, it runs in my family. So that's why I'm on top of my eye health uh, as much as I am.
0: Ask about ga.com yep. to learn more. Okay. How was your mom?
1: She's doing great. Okay. I mean, she's, she's doing great. she you know. going to these games or no? She goes to some games. Okay. Here's the problem. Has she met Taylor Swift yet? Can we go? She yeah. hasn't met Taylor Swift. Does she but want to? Of course she wants to, but let me, let me tell you. Okay. Let me tell you something. Yes, sir. She has met Travis Kelsey many times, uh-huh. and that, her meeting Travis Kelsey many times is part of the reason I can attest mm-hmm. to what a great guy Travis Kelsey oh, is because people, he gives I mean, the biggest – most familiar hugs you can ever imagine he's to my quirky. mom. And it's, she's like, she's loved him well before Travis Kelsey did. And it's, you know, clear or well before Taylor Swift did. Right. And it's just clear he's a good guy. But here's the problem with my mom going to Chiefs games. Okay. Because the Chiefs are good. We don't have a lot of noon, three o'clock games. Mm. We have nighttime games. Yeah, I know. Well, my mom's 78. You know, can we... I don't like her out late.
0: I think you should. You should <laughs> I don't. You te- text the goods and tell them the
1: game yeah. should get changed. Are we going to flex time? that Patriots game? Uh, I
2: mean, nobody wants to watch the Patriots play. I don't think so. I don't, well, think don't, so. Don't,
1: don't a lot of people want to watch the Chiefs beat the Patriots? Yeah, I mean,
0: um, that nope. is the reverse. <clears throat> Might be true. You think
1: do you think they will flex it, though? Is there uh, talk of it? Uh, I don't know. I would hope so. But I, I think you'd know, know maybe that
0: maybe by not. in yeah. short order. I don't you know. know.
1: Um, but my mom's great. Thanks for asking. She course. loves you. And uh, right
0: back at her. Yep. Right back at you. Again, ask about ga.com. Yeah, go to the website. Is there going to be? Is there a possibility of a modern family reunion, a show, or something like that? You know? Um,
1: like did you what? know that there was a spinoff? And they just they said no thanks. Really? Sure did. I did not know that. I'm telling you. Jesse's talked about it. I've never talked about it. You're my close friend, so okay. I'm telling you first. We're
0: involving you?
1: you met me and Jesse and Aubrey. Yeah, a spinoff where we moved back to Missouri. Chris Lloyd and. Wrote it, and Brad and Paul and uh, two of our great writers wrote it, and it just wasn't right for ABC at the time. What the hell? uh, Yeah, I know.
0: (laughs) So that does that close the door on trying for everybody? Or well,
1: I don't think it closes the door on everything. I I think that you know it would take this right thing to come back. You know, and there's a couple writers that have some ideas of different things, but you know, it kind of hurt Jesse and I's feelings. I think a little bit just how. Quickly, it was just like, Neh. I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: You know? Okay. Oh,
1: it was a full, fully blown script, full whole thing of us moving back to Missouri and me becoming, you know, getting the head coaching job at uh, Southwest or Northwest Missouri, whatever. So it was, it was Coach Cam involved oh, too. Yeah, yeah. Coach Cam. I was taking the job at a at a small college football. What the hell? And then I and then I became terrible and we became a losing program and one of the lines in the pilot which was just so funny I shouldn't I maybe I should be talking about this I don't know sure. but one of the lines was so funny in the interview I can still hear because it was during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. So one of the lines was I can still hear the boos of the cardboard cutouts. <laughs> 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 good line. Because I was a terrible coach. Well, I mean that alone I just we just got a little bit of cam like we yeah. just you just channeled
0: Cam real quick. No, which I, Jesse to, and I, I mean,
1: were we were game we we were really excited and you know it's Everybody has to make their own sure. business decision, so it's no shade. I mean, we were just hurt that we thought we had created these two rich characters that Chris Lloyd, one of our creators, and two of our major writers, yeah. Brad and Paul, wanted to continue. Yeah. And I think that's pretty awesome. And it just didn't work out. Well, we need to hopefully get everyone back together. If it's well, just we had to get together of... last week right. at Sophia's house. Okay, she lives in a shack. <laughs> yeah, I saw yeah. the Instagram. We had, we, were ba- we had barely any place to stand. Yeah. like yeah. it was just like yeah. Julie and I in a corner, like, oh, hey, over yeah. Right. <laughs> uh it was great to see everybody ty couldn't make it and those pictures went viral because they thought ty died and and it was a flower arrangement on a table and a picture of ty burrell and people were like wait did phil die (laughs) it did look like it was awake or something it did in in retrospect but everyone but him was in the picture yes i mean honestly it did look like that in retro but none of us thought that in the moment but then i look at the pictures like well we kind of all are in black (laughs) and there are flowers on the table
0: well maybe it was awake for the the Pac-12, you know, for his Oregon Ducks. Nice. But
1: I, I, I do think at some point, I, I feel like we have to check in with the characters at some point and see like how everybody's movie sure at least, right? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. something yeah. I hope so. I mean, we here's the deal: we all loved each other so much, and it was such a euphoric yeah. and just idyllic place to work. It was great.
0: Well, we got to see it, too. Um, and our radio audience is about to go away. Bye. We've got a couple more on, uh, <laughs> on Roku. See you. You're the man. Thanks, Eric. Stone Thanks, Street. Rich. You bet. Eric Stone Street. everybody. Check out the Santa Clauses and go to askaboutga.com to learn more about a very important matter. Back in a moment.